Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 13th of March, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, a newly discovered Golang-based botnet malware is scanning for and infecting web servers specifically running PHP, MyAdmin, MySQL, FTP, and Postgres services, according to researchers with Palo Alto Networks' Unit 42, who first spotted it in the wild and have dubbed it GoBruteForcer. This malware is compatible with x86, x64 and ARM architectures and the GoBruteForcer will brute force accounts with weak or default passwords in order to hack into vulnerable Unix devices. To quote the report, for successful execution, the samples require special conditions on the victim system like specific arguments being used and targeted services already being installed, with weak passwords included, according to the researchers. For each targeted IP address, the malware starts scanning for PHP, MyAdmin, MySQL, FTP and Postgres services, and after detecting an open port accepting connections, it will attempt to log in using hard-coded credentials. If it does get successfully inside, it deploys an IRC bot on the compromised PHP MyAdmin systems or a PHP web shell on servers running other targeted services. As part of the next phase of the attack, the GoBruteForcer will reach out to its command and control server and wait for instructions which will be delivered via the previously installed IRC bot or web shell. The bot is using a multi-scan module to find potential victims within a classless interdomain routing or CIDR, granting it a broad selection of targets to infiltrate networks. Before scanning for IP addresses to attack, the GoBruteForcer chooses a CIDR block and will target all IP addresses in that range. Rather than targeting a single IP, the malware uses block scanning for access to a diverse range of hosts on various IP addresses, increasing the range of the attack. The BruteForcer is likely under active development, with its operators expected to adapt their tactics and the malware's capabilities for targeting web servers and staying ahead of security defences. To quote the report, we've seen this malware remotely deploy a variety of different types of other malware, including coin miners. We believe that GoBruteForcer is in active development, and as such, things like initial infection vectors and payloads can change in the very near future. According to reports being shared this week, artificial intelligence is being used to generate videos pretending to be step-by-step tutorials on how to access certain pieces of software, such as Photoshop, Premiere Pro, Autodesk 3ds Max, AutoCAD, and others, without a license. Instead, these videos are loaded with InfoStealer malware, which scrapes the viewer's sensitive personal data stored on the device. According to researchers at CloudSEK, They have measured a month-over-month increase of 200 to 300% since November 2022 of AI-created YouTube videos with links to InfoStealer malware families. These include Vidar, Redline, and Raccoon Stealer. Making the video laws more compelling to its targets, the Cloud SEK security team have added that the AI video tools, such as Synthasia and DID, are being used to generate personas intended to exude trustworthiness across multiple languages and social media platforms, supercharging threat actors' ability to deliver this InfoStealer malware package. The report claims that it is well known that videos featuring humans appear more familiar and trustworthy. The Cloud SEK report explains, hence there has been a recent trend of videos featuring AI-generated personas across all languages and platforms, particularly Twitter, YouTube and Instagram. These provide recruitment details, educational training, promotional material and other subjects, with threat actors now also adopting this tactic. 
Cybercriminals are apparently abusing Adobe Acrobat Sign, an online document signing service, in order to distribute info-stealing malware to unsuspecting users. The service is being abused to send malicious emails, which originate from the software company, to bypass security protections and trick recipients into trusting this received malicious email. The strategy of abusing legitimate services is not new. Similar cases seen recently include the abuse of PayPal invoices, Google Doc comments, and more. This new trend was reported by researchers at Avast, who warn about its effectiveness in bypassing security layers and tricking targets. Adobe Acrobat Sign is a free-to-try cloud-based e-signature service, allowing users to send, sign, track and manage electronic signatures. Threat actors register with the service and abuse it to send messages to target email addresses, which link to a document, typically a doc PDF or HTML, hosted on Adobe's servers. The documents contain a link to a website that requests visitors solve a capture to add legitimacy and serves them a zip archive including a copy of the Redline Information Stealer. Redline is a dangerous malware capable of stealing credentials, cryptocurrency wallets, credit cards and other important information stored on the breach device. Avast has also spotted highly targeted attacks employing this method, like in one case where the target owned a popular YouTube channel with many subscribers. Clicking on the link of the specifically crafted message sent via Adobe Acrobat Sign took the victim to a document claiming music copyright infringement, a common and believable theme for YouTube channel holders. This time, however, the document was hosted on DocHub.com, a legitimate online document signing platform. The link in the document leads to the same capture-protected website which drops a variety of Redline. In this case, however, the zip also contains several non-malicious executables from the GTA 5 game, likely an attempt to trick antivirus tools by mixing the payload with innocuous legitimate files. In line with other anti-engineering techniques that we've seen recently, Avast have been reporting that the Redline payload was artificially inflated to 400 megabytes in both cases helping to protect from antivirus scans. This same method was used in recent Emotet malware phishing campaigns. Phishing actors are constantly looking for legitimate services which can be abused in this manner to promote their malicious emails, as these services help increase their inbox delivery and phishing success rates. Avast has shared all details of its findings with Adobe and DocHub, and hopefully the two services will find a way to stop the abuse from malware operators using their services. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.